Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Okay. I, I want to talk to you today about success, but I want to talk to you about it like I usually do in terms of a principle of it. But I want to share something with you about it. And I was talking to my daughter about it. I've talked about my son-in-law about it, talked about it with all my children. And I'm really starting to express it to them now because I'm talking to a wide range of people constantly. But I want to share something with you. If you have any aspiration of being successful, I want you to realize starting right now the effort that is going to require. And that's why I think it stops a lot of people. I think a lot of people are never told or don't understand the sheer effort that's that it takes to become successful at anything in any area of your life. If you think that doing your best is enough, that I got news for you, it's not. Well, Steve, what if you've done your best, though? And your best ain't good enough. Well, let me ask you that same question. Hold on. If you want to be successful and you've done your best and best isn't good enough, what, you through? That's it? But Steve, it was my best. No, 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 no. It was the best you had at that time and that particular day. But tomorrow, add something to it. You've you've never done everything. There is no you can't go no more. You can't add no more. 
I've seen marathon runners end up crawling across the line. I've seen triathlon people, man, just staggering in the street and didn't want nobody to help them because they knew that would disqualify them from the race. You got more. Have you ever dipped into your reserve tank? That's what we're talking about now. See, all of us have a reserve tank. You know, I, you know, on my ranch, uh, I like to ride four-wheelers. I have all-terrain vehicles. And all of them have a gas tank on it. And a gas tank, and most of mine, let me see all of them. Yeah, all of them have gas tank needles on them. And it lets me know when I get down towards E, there's a little lane that's red that lets me know, okay, Steve, you're in the danger zone now. You're riding into the lowest part of your tank. But if I keep riding and I forget to get some gas in there, guess what? When it runs out of gas, all of my all-terrain vehicles, all of them, Honda, Polaris, all of them, those are the makers, there's a button on the gas tank itself that I can click and it says reserve. That means they know that for the hardcore riders, they're going to ride somewhere and they're going to get themselves in a situation and they're going to run out of everything. They're going to run out of road. They're going to run out of gas. They've prepared because they know for the hardcore rider, every hardcore rider needs a reserve tank. And so there's a button that you can click on the gas tank that clicks it into a reserve and it'll give you about 50 miles or 20 miles worth of gas in there. Now, guess what? In that reserve, that may be all you need to get you to where you're going or get you back to safety so you can refuel. Don't tell me you've done your best. When your best don't cut it, what you going to do? See, when best is possible, then good enough ain't enough. See, that's good enough. But if the best is possible, why would you not shoot for that? And you, you are all capable of making it. But you've got to change your mindset and realize the effort that has to be put forth in becoming successful. You've got to do it relentlessly over and over and over and over. And every day I try to do something to progress my life for the better. I try to do something every day. I wake up every day with a plan, some phone calls, some meetings, some 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 interviews. Something, man, that's going to advance and move the brand forward. Because here's what's going to happen, you all. Let's say you reach your goal. Let's say your goal is to make um, $100,000. Well, I got news for you. Listen to this. When you make the $100,000, you can't go nowhere and go on vacation and put your hand behind your head and say, I made $100,000. Guess what you got to do? You got to find a way now to maintain that 100000 to keep it coming in. See, you can't just get there and stop and rest and, whoa, it is harder to maintain your success than it is to get successful. See, let's say, let me, let me show you this. Suppose it takes you five to eight years to find a way to make $50,000. Let's say it takes you five to eight years to find a way to make an extra $50,000. And you finally, through work and effort, you get to the $50,000 mark. That's, 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 it's only just begun now. Because guess what? In order to keep the 50 coming in, 
You got to duplicate what you did to get there. And then, uh-oh, here's what you're going to have the audacity, being a human being, you're going to want another 50 because you're a human being because you got to have something else to shoot for. Now you're going to want another 50. Well, now that guess what you got to do now. Now you got to do what you did before, for, plus you got to come up with something else. Then after that, you're going to have the audacity because you're human. You're going to want another 50. So that's how this works. And see, that that's the, that, that, that's the importance of your relationship with God because you're going to constantly need it. And ain't never a point where you're going to be through needing it. But there ain't going to become a point in your life where you're going through, to be through wanting nothing unless you done just gave up. And if you done gave up, who wants that? Come on, y'all. This is going to take quite a bit of effort. And if you think it'll come to you any other way, you're sadly mistaken. Because of all the successful people I know, I know that the effort they put out on a daily basis is daunting. And I think that the average person just doesn't understand the requirement of time and effort that it takes to get there and willingness to put it out. You got to cut a lot of monkey business out your life. All that hanging out, all that late and all that clubbing, all that drinking, all that, you got to cut a whole lot of monkey business out to be successful, man. If you're planning on being successful, get up early, stay up late, work, try, think, meet, greet, smile, attract. It takes a lot. Let's go. But you can do it. God is passing out blessings all day long. Why are you not in line for yours? I'm telling you right now, I want everything God got for me. Because what he's shown me so far, whoo, if he got some more, man, oh, man, how good is God, huh? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, may I have your attention, please? This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show today. Today's show is dedicated to people who during who during the time change realized that it didn't just change for them. Whoa. That's wow. who this show is dedicated wow. today. Wow. To the people who got the notification of the time change mm-hmm. and realized that it wasn't just happening. Was thrown into something. Just thrown into Boy. something. Boy, what? Thrown. They were thrown in the sun. We going back. What? what? This throw me what? all off. The, the, oh my, my God. My flight was supposed happened? to be. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you know, when they did that, my alarm went off different. <laughs> well, when did they change the time? When did they do that? <laughs> what time was that? <laughs> when they start doing that. What time did they change the time? So that made me think in my mind, because, you know, my body is adjusted. My body was adjusted to the other time. So when it went back, I figured I ain't had to be there yet. I'm thinking on the other time. I didn't know that there was the time up. Right. That's an ignorant right there. So do I still come in at the last hour? Right. So what am I supposed to do about what's going on in me? (laughs) <laughs> uh, see, yeah. ain't, nobody, ain't nobody addressing that I got yeah, you changed the time that, But yeah. what is it that's What about what's going on in me I'm in the other time And y'all in a different time Now how I'm supposed to work yeah. right. so what I'm supposed How I'm supposed to, to be brought up to the time Y'all on <laughs> So ain't nobody gonna stay back here with nobody, me Nobody gonna come back and get me in my time 
Right. It's just you me. Are. Stupid. So that's that's why I'm not here today. I love them. Good morning, Shirley. So ignorant. Good morning, yeah. Steve. Call it for real. What time is it? Good morning. It's ignorant. What, whatever it is in your mind, Junior Boy. Oh, okay. M- morning, International Mentor. Yeah. J. Anthony Brown. What's going on? I'm here, and I just finished chemo. I'm here. I'm here. Hello. What? Now, the voice that I didn't say isn't uh, here because he said the time change throws him off. Yeah. That's why he ain't here today. I'm not saying whose name I didn't say, but if you didn't hear me say a name, it's because the time throws me off, too. That was Saturday night. This is Monday. Yeah, yeah the people that don't work for their uncle. Oh, man. It must be nice. I love that. So what and I so, to do uh, this morning, and oh, excuse me with all the time changing, I am in, uh, not out of Sharjah and not in Dubai anymore, but I am now in Botswana. And I'm still oh. at work this morning. <laughs> time All kind of changed, time changed. I realized they had told a lot of people about it, so I wasn't going to be able to use that as an excuse. I'm in Botswana. All right, listen, hang on to that, Steve. <laughs> Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we're do, we'll do our weekend review. We'll find out uh, what the crew did over the weekend. That's coming up right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. <laughs> this ignorant show. And we just got here, right? We just got Girl, here. What time is it? <laughs> it's on your phone. It's on your phone. It goes back automatically, okay? Yeah, but I'm going to tell you this, though, Shirley. What's on this phone ain't got uh, nothing to do with what's in me. <laughs> what, what, what is in what's you? In me? Yeah, what, what is There's in you? There's a different what, what time inside of me. Yeah, I'm time just trying to me. figure okay. out what time he had worked out in his mind. That's why he ain't here today. And then going to tell us if the time changed through him. <laughs> but you know what, though, Steve? Every now and then, Tommy does revert back to how he used to be when he first way. got on the show. He he really does. So trifling. Y'all it, don't know. Now, this man him. has changed. Yeah, he has. He has. Changed. Yeah, he has. But this Completely dude, man, different. at least minimum <laughs> twice a week was late or not there. I was calling him on the air waking him up. What you want? <laughs> What you want? I'm just getting on his nerves. Mm-mm. It's oh, early. <laughs> yeah. It's early. Unk what? What is it? Oh, what you want? Yeah, it's called a morning before. show. <laughs> no, but it's, it's called a morning Carla. show. We could <laughs> we get up early. Our job <laughs> right, that's what is we to do. wake people yes. up and put them in a good mood. Our job yes. is to get yes, people off is. to school, to work, on their way home, yes. and put a smile on their face. That's, That's what, what Steve Harvey yes. Morning Show is That's dedicated to doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, we just first yeah. Sometimes when people hear us, they go, oh, it's time to get up. So, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. That's true, Jack. It didn't work for Tommy that morning, yeah. though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Steve used to call him all the time. What do you want? I'm asleep. And here but we are we're today. we're at work. <laughs> today. Yeah. This is what, 10, 12? 12 years later, more than that, right? (laughs) 
You are who you are. Yeah. I'm Be you. What the time in me? <laughs> my I internal uh, clock. Yeah, I'm gonna share something with you with my Botswana experience today. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah, tell us. Yeah. Go ahead. Today, inside of a building, I met my first African army ant. Huh? What? Say I what met now? When I came into work this morning. In the building, on the floor, it was huge. I had never seen one in person like that. I met my first African army ant. How huge? Because ants are small. Even big ants are small. No, No. take your, you know, you know the big black ants you be seeing? Uh Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, about four of them. What? That's one. Together makes one? Yeah, and and the guy said, "Be careful! It's it's, it's, a, it's a pretty nasty bite. It's a pretty did nasty." He, did he say something to so, you, Steve? The ant? Did he say anything? <laughs> well, he he told did me he, he told me, "Welcome to Bos- Botswana, and glad Welcome you, you to got to time change." I like you a lot. <laughs> he said, yeah. "What?" Well, the ant was aware. The ant was aware of the time change too. <laughs> so, I want to tell you that Tommy will not be there tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> The African ant. They know about them over there. <laughs> so now I can only imagine the size of this thing. Whoa. A, a, a million of them coming in a swarm across a village, running oh, yeah. up on an animal. It's, you have no chance. You have Really, no Steve? Chance. It's but like I'm that? In Botswana. Yeah, I'm, I'm in Botswana. Uh, we got mm-hmm. in uh, early, early, early this morning. And mm-hmm. I came straight in to do the radio show from here. Mm-hmm. And uh, my team is here, and I think uh, I'm going to do a little bit of uh, taping here. I'm here for the uh, African Diamond Council and the Women's Conference. And um, I'm going to, I may I may show a couple of really nice things from Botswana. But oh, I, yeah. it's just been gram. an amazing trip for me. On the gram. You know, you, know, you know what my son taught me this weekend that I didn't know about Instagram? What? Instagram is a highlight reel of your life. It yeah. only shows the highlights. Mm-hmm. It shows only the brightest baller moments that that person has. They don't show the okay. darkness. Mm-hmm. They don't show cool. the sad moments. They don't show the, you know, for the most part, the gloom. Yeah. They don't show the journey there. It's just a highlight reel. And it's got a lot of people messed up, man. Because you're looking at their highlight reel going, man, they have this magnificent life. This is what they showed you. They, they, didn't, they showed you. They just got that one new dress. It's, they was in this certain spot. They took the picture. But what, what the other 24, three hours in the day, and I never really looked at Instagram like that. It's a highlight reel. I never okay. really looked at it like that. Mm-hmm. Pretty informative cute information. And sweet. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. It's a highlight reel. Okay. So you're gonna show yeah, us some I mean, highlights of your trip on the gram. You're saying? Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna change Instagram with me. I'm gonna show the low lights. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> the real. Keep it 100. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna keep low it real. Light. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do an Instagram low lights. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Are there any low light? Well, maybe the ants. Please put a picture of the ants on there. That's a uh-uh. huge ass uh-uh. ant, Shirley. I want to see it. I don't. I don't you care do. for bugs, but I do want to see that. This is uh-huh. a big ant. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. You've seen I it. I killed it. Uh-huh. Yeah. You killed it. <gasps>
Well, after you see that pretty to, nasty that, fight, that well, let's you, put done. a stop to this. Yeah. I can't watch <laughs> him all the time. Done. I'm up here. Oh, no, he come up under you, the door and roll up on my ankle and bite me, and I, I could have had got him out of here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, me yeah. I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I'm a soldier in the army. So when I saw him, that's a fight. <laughs> <laughs> soldier to soldier. All right, well, well, coming up next. <laughs> coming up next, Reverend uh, Motown and uh, Reverend Adnoid are in the building for that's church complaints. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, the president got a mix of boos and some cheers at the UFC match in New York. (laughs) Those boos are getting louder and louder, aren't they? And uh, the president has announced that he is moving out of the state of New York. But right now, in it is uh, Monday, and we're in church with Reverend Motown and Reverend Adnoid uh, with today's church complaints. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, 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 gracious. We, we are here on this blessed Monday morning. Monday morning. We gather. Oh, to hear and register us, the complacentness, the ill-for-magophagness way <laughs> of the belizable people. Yeah. This is an un- 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 ungratefulness bunch yeah. I've ever seen. Complaints. And here to deal with these church complaints, mm. my oldest and dearest brother, a man whose nasal passages has been blocked since we were babies. <laughs> M- Mama never wiped his nose. And there we have him, ladies and gentlemen, my brother, hmm. or sitting here for Deacon Def Jam, Reverend Adnard. Good voters, everybody. Deacon Def Jam is a little... Confused about the time, but we'll deal with that <laughs> at another time. We're not going to uh-huh. take time to deal with that now. We'll deal with that uh-huh. at another time. These are yes, church yes, complaints. Lord. But before we do church complaints, I have a church announcement, one church announcement. Mrs. Wide Lord Wallace would like everybody to know <laughs> that she did take off her Halloween costume it is off and stop <laughs> oh no like for the church members to stop saying well when you gonna take off it it's off she already <laughs> alright here we go church complaint the senior choir would like to know pastor how come their selection always gets bumped from the church program. They want to know why mm. they practice, they rehearse, and they, every Sunday we run out of time. Could you please explain that? Why they don't get to every Sunday? Well, every uh, Sunday. you know, you and, can this and, back to the senior choir as to uh-huh, why uh-huh. they get bumped often. Number careful, one, careful. half of no, I'm not going to be careful. <laughs> I'm going to be critical. Number one, half of them forgets their robes and that it is their Sunday. 
Mm-hmm. Half of them, even though they've been at rehearsal, forgets half the songs. Mm-hmm. And then half of them can't sing. Right. So <laughs> now, if it's time to bump anybody, it's going to be the senior choir. That answers that question right there. Thank you so much. The backsliders of the church would like <laughs> to ask you, and asking you, since they're having a problem keeping up with all ten of the commandments, they're having a problem. <laughs> Could we cut it down to eight? Which eight? That's open for discussion, but I'm 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 going to say no to that, even though I I understand. Good answer, Uh, Pastor. uh, I'm going to say no to that, but even though I understand. Uh Thus is the why forgiveness. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. mercy had to come about. Yeah. For he knew that we was not uh-huh. going to uh-huh. be able to do all 10 of the commandments right. as ordered. So are you willing to cut it down to eight? Is that what you're saying? Well, you're... Which, which two do they black ass won't took out? They would like uh-uh. to cut down. Thou shall not. There's a lot of thou shall nots in there. Thou <laughs> shall nots. Thou should not lie. Covered. Lying is lying. Lying is a, is a thou should not lie. They, they um, t- well, I'm not going to take lying out. <laughs> because that's going to stop the admissions of guilt. <laughs> okay. Now, okay. the big one here is thou should not covet uh-huh. thy neighbor's wife. Yeah, having a tough time with that one, too. They really have it. <laughs> Brother Spencer told me in counseling that he coveted uh, his brother's wife because she was cold. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're struggling with Did that one. Okay. Yeah. They are taking every possible loophole and di- diving through it. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Another church complaint. This is a complaint. The humpback members of the church are complaining that they would like to have pews that don't have backs because the wooden pews that have backs are hurting their backs. It is any way we could get some pews that don't have backs. The humpbacks. We got four or five of them in there, and we would like to know if you'd be willing. Now, what I've done is I've... uh, sectioned off the entire front row of the balcony uh-huh. Uh-huh. so they need lean forward. Okay. <laughs> and, and that Come way on, the, the hump won't be able to get that. They'll put them all on the front row of the balcony. They watch the service lean forward. What I'm not going to do is tear up no pew and on the event that they don't come that Sunday. Really, Pastor? Because humpback people get sick a lot because there's a lot of toxins in yeah. the hump. In the hump. Up in oh the hump. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Okay. They could just lean over the balcony, Pastor. Yeah, just lean over and look under the rail at the seat. <laughs> this is so crazy. And also tell them Deacon Adnoid, we will not. Be uh-huh. playing Gap Band every Sunday. <laughs> where all the hubby people at? Where they at? Where the hubby people at? You got me humping day or night, oh baby. Where all the hubby people at? Where they at? Okay. 
This is, this is our last complaint in a bed shit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Someone mixed up the paper section in the men's and ladies' restroom of the church, and all they have is the rough hand towels in the bathroom stalls. They don't have the soft toilet tissue. They got the rough. Can we please what? fix this in spring? For some softer paper in the restroom because it's very rough. This is this is rough I'm, paper. Uh, we're gonna have to admit, I ordered those rough paper towels to be put in the bathroom. Oh, did you now? Stop spending money on Sharma. <laughs> All right, well that that does it for church complaints this week. Uh, thank you, Reverend Motown, Deacon, uh, Reverend Adnoy. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, we have some entertainment and some national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, in today's trending entertainment news, guys, it hasn't been even a week since Donald Trump was booed at Game 5 of the World Series. (laughs) (laughs) But... They booing everywhere. Yeah, he decided to show his face again in public. (laughs) This time it was on Saturday night at a UFC match in Madison Square Gardens uh, when the uh, president and his sons, Donald Jr. and Eric, entered the arena. He was met with a mix of boos and some cheers, too. Take a listen. People who have Steve? heard some booing before. Uh-huh. Yeah, this uh-huh. is from people who've heard some booing before. <laughs> oh, it's uh-huh. way louder than clapping. It is. <laughs> okay, see. Okay. It's, Boo it's way louder than clapping. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, mm-hmm. you didn't really hear too much cheering in that. I ain't hear none. Huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, uh, Mr. Trump, you know, has had a long relationship with the UFC. Back in 2001, he provided the league with a home at his Taj Mahal Hotel in Atlantic City. Mm -hmm. Eric Trump Jr. disputed the report of booze and tweeted, when we walked into the arena, it was overwhelmingly positive response. No way. What? No way. What? Mr. Trump of life. Just like his daddy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just Just like his daddy. (laughs) You ain't got to lie. They're delusional. You ain't got to lie, Craig. (laughs) 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 Wow. What'd you say, Steve? He's just like his daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Like your daddy. Just be lying. And the thing about a boo, you you distinguish a boo quickly. You know what you figured out. (laughs) Jay, Jay, boo and grab your attention immediately. Dog, let me tell you something. Uh, If you're in a comedy club and it's 350 Mm -hmm. people clapping, Uh if two people start booing, (laughs) they they ruined your night. That's true. I I thought it was a Let me me tell you the worst boo. The worst boo is a boo that's front row. Can't nobody see him but you. 
and it's a silent <laughs> boo. They just going boo. You nobody else can see them. You, you, you the only one can see their ass. They going yo, boo. Yo, yo, they down there mouthing the boo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's happened oh to you guys. That's bad. Oh yeah. Oh man. And you hear those louder than the than the people oh, who are yelling out. Oh, huh? you, don't, you don't even you don't yo. even pay attention to the people clapping. That's a mind game <laughs> right there. Yeah. yeah. You focus only on two people. Like if there's somebody in the audience. Who's uh-huh. not smiling or having a good time? Uh-huh. You have uh-huh. a tendency to focus on that person. The whole room could be hollering, laughing. Yeah, but if you uh-huh. see this one person is expressionless and just not getting it, you uh-huh. end up looking at their ass all night. It takes you a while to ignore that person and do your show. It really does. As a do. new comic, really? it'll ruin their night. Yeah, it's like a comic. silent heckler. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So he heard them booze. No, he heard them booze. <laughs> oh. It sounded like he's at the Apollo. That's what I sounded. Like. Well, his son, his son said it was nothing but a positive response. Okay, he begs to differ with all of you guys. Uh, Donald Trump, who is a long. Oh, wait a minute, Shirley. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. Also, too, the president retweeted what his son <laughs> tweeted about disputing the. Uh huh. <laughs> they just go yeah. ride with yeah. the lie. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. 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 That's what he said. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you he heard said. him. Yeah. Yeah. He was there. He uh-huh. was there. Right. You wasn't there. <laughs> President Trump, a lifelong New Yorker, announced earlier this week that he changed his primary residence to Mar-a-Lago, Florida. Uh, Mr. Trump confirmed the decision in a tweet and took a shot at officials in New York, writing, "Uh, I've been treated very badly by the political leaders of both the city and state. Few have been treated worse. He added that the decision was best for all concerned. Now, I love this. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo fired back, good riddance. It's not like Mr. Trump paid taxes here anyway. He's all yours, Florida. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's why they That's say another he's moving. So he that would be another move, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. To and us. Also, to I, us, think, Jay. I think it has something to do with the indictments that's going to be coming down mm-hmm. uh, yes. for his tax forms and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, and he needs to know there's more boo waiting on his ass. Yeah, yeah, it's ain't more. All Especially in Florida. <laughs> ain't yeah. a whole lot of boo. Yeah. I heard something last night at the show. Uh, it's slow. <laughs> what you uh, say? The boo is not regional, huh? No, no, no it's not. The boo is real. The boo is real. <laughs> the boo is real, like the struggle. All right, in yeah. other entertainment news, Solange Knowles uh, isn't a single lady just yet, but things what? are trending in that direction. Uh, this is Beyonce's little sister, of course. She issued Solange. a statement on Friday saying she separated and parted ways from her husband, Alan Ferguson, after five years of marriage and 11 years together as a couple. On Solage's Instagram announcement, um, she actually said a lot of nice things about a phenomenal man who changed every existence of my life. Solange and uh, Ferguson have no children, although she does have a 15-year-old son from her previous marriage to Donald, uh, Daniel Smith. We're always rooting for you, Solange, and uh, hope things work out for you. Yes, we yeah. are rooting for you. I hate breakups. I've, yeah. I've met them together, man. They were a really, really cool yeah. couple. Yeah. It's, it's good that she's saying Just those things about it. Just didn't work out. Yeah. Solange, coffee. Yeah. <laughs> can she, oh, that's can she be a free Junior. woman yet? Huh? <laughs> She's not quite free yet, Junior. That's okay. I just said coffee. It's <laughs> nothing committed. Shoot your yeah. shot, Junior. Shoot your <laughs> shot. Hey, Solange. Hey, did you say Nobody hey, want to have no uncommitted ass coffee with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like cranes in the sky. <laughs> Sing her song, baby. Sing. But he used to think she said crazy in the sky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
All right, listen, coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, some famous last words. We'll get into it right after this. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Jay. Uh, yes, yes, yes. W- what is this famous last word you wrote a you Famous wrote a last mm-hmm. words has to do with a, a lot of people get hurt by stupidity or sometimes they don't make it because mm-hmm. they say something or do something stupid. And all we have is their last words. For instance, last words like this. That gun ain't loaded. Those were their last words, all right? What? <laughs> that, the, la- the last words they said was, that dog don't bite. That's the last words they said. That was- <laughs> okay. Famous last words. The famous last words. Like, he said before he left, I'm going this way. I'm going this way because all the bears are hibernating at this time, all right? So that's the last thing we heard from him, all right? Yeah. The last thing he said, he was in the living room, and he said to the little boy, punch me in the stomach as hard as you can. I can take it. And that was the, that was, that was, that was the last thing he Jay, said. I got one. You got one? Go ahead. Go ahead. Famous last word. Uh-huh. I, 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 I bet you better get out of my face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We heard that a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey. I bet you better hey. get out of my face. Famous last oh, words. Damn. Famous last word he said to the group was, these ain't poison mushrooms. I know poison mushrooms, and I see poison mushrooms, okay? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Sharks only like warm water. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Uh, Famous last word. Don't worry about it, girl. My wife sleeps. She can't hear a damn thing. Don't worry about it. Go ahead. Take it out, man. Take it out. Come on, Steve. Famous last word. Yes. Somebody drop something in the water, uh-huh. and then somebody say, "I get it." <laughs> <laughs> there you All have right, it. Thank you guys. Yeah, thank you guys for famous last words. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour. Well, tomorrow's election day, and we're going to talk about the importance of local elections right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
tomorrow is election day. Go vote, please, in your local elections in your community. They are gubernator- there are gubernatorial races in Kentucky, in Mississippi, and in Louisiana, people. Yes. In addition, there are more local elections all over the country, and voters will vote locally on numerous citizen initiatives, mayoral uh, races, ballot measures, and referendums, plus state legislative elections in Mississippi, Louisiana, and New Jersey, and there will be a few special federal elections uh, to replace members who have resigned. So we have to just tell you, we have to urge you, get out and vote. These local elections are so important, man. They they And it sends a message to the Republicans, too, what what we're thinking. Let's get up up and vote, y'all. Please, please, please. Yeah, they're hoping you You don't vote, and they hope you forget. Well, here's here's the deal, and I thought of this the other day. Mm-hmm. Every everybody's up in arms about this uh, impeachment inquiry, Im- impeachment mm-hmm. trial, and the possibility of impeachment. Mm-hmm. Do you know that we do not have a single say so in that? They are going to be voted by the House and the Senate. The Senate is public, republic dominated. They're not going to impeach him. Not at all. Here's what can happen though: you can vote. In all of the local elections, you can vote when it's time to vote for Congress and Senate. And you will determine who sits in the Senate and who sits in the House. Thank you. Who who determines. Now, listen, I don't really think they're going to impeach Donald Trump. I don't care one way or the other. But you 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 can vote him out of office come yeah. next November. If enough people show up to the polls who are upset the way the country is being run, upset about the way our country looks, about the upset about the direction that our country's taking, upset about the example of leadership that this president shows to our children, to our young people, it is not the right look. And so if you whether they impeach him or not, you have a vote and your vote changes things, man. It really does. And yeah. so the last time he lost a popular election by three million votes, but because of the electoral, he got in. Mm-hmm. You get enough popular votes in the right states, he's not getting in. Mm-hmm. Period. That's right, Steve. Yeah. yeah that's but, and local I, he, elections, too. You know, you got to think about local policies. When you're yeah. voting locally, it affects everything from your income taxes, state taxes, to education, uh, reproductive that rights. That ignorant ass I mean, stand you your ground law out. in Florida. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Get out and Everywhere, vote yeah. Locally. Man. So again, the, the governor's race is in Kentucky, Mississippi, Louisiana. Um, more local elections all over the country. Uh, so, you know, you're, you're going to be voting on a lot of different things. So just... You know, educate yourselves and and pay attention because the people you vote for, uh, you know, especially, you know, when it comes to uh, Congress and things like that, they go to Washington and represent you. Yeah, they go to Washington and represent you. So and 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 these booths will let you know the way this thing is going now. Okay, these booths booths are telling you that it ain't going. It's not going well. Everywhere you, yeah. Every time you attend a sporting event, you get booed. You need to stop going to sporting events. <laughs> but that's not what they heard, though, yeah. Junior. Yeah. No, they they heard that only that positive enough. response. No, no. Yeah. It ain't you that determined that. We determined that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're... you're t- vote, y'all. But go vote. Yeah. Please go vote, y'all. Please right. go vote. Uh, also, um, here's an update on the 2020 presidential campaign. Uh, 
of Democratic candidate Beto O'Rourke. Well, there is no longer a campaign for him. Uh, he, he's out. Yeah. He dropped out. Yeah, you yeah. said it, Steve. Yeah, no, you did. No. You did. He said his campaign was uh, about honesty and acting decisively, and he announced that his service to the country will not be as a candidate or a nominee. So he's out. So I'm sure, you know, as it gets it's closer be to the primaries early next more. year, right. yeah, it's going to definitely be just some come more. Come on. Because yeah. they're running out of money, come on, too. Get out. A lot of them. Get out. Ain't nobody get vote for y'all. Out. Say it like in a horror movie. Get out. No, I want them to get out. <laughs> just <laughs> like, just leave. Anybody finna vote for you? Yeah. You know yeah. you're not finna be president. Just get out. <laughs> there you go, Jay. All right, coming up next, Junior in for the nephew uh, with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter. Oh, I got something good for you today. The subject, I'm dating her brother-in-law. Mm. Uh, but right now, Junior is in for the nephew with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Junior? Uh, uh, nephew is not here. Uh, the prank today is time went back. <laughs> what? Oh. I was like, That's what? That's the prank. <laughs> That's the prank. You're pranking him? Time went back. <laughs> you just pranked us, didn't you? <laughs> no. No. The prank today is my favorite sock. Same thing. <laughs> my favorite sock. Ready, cat? Hello, I'm trying to reach the Charles. Yeah, this Charles. Okay, are you the guy? Do you live in apartment? Who is this? My name Benny, man. I live in. Let me say this to you, man. This like the third time this that happened. You know, and I done got fed up with it, so I'm finna sit. We finna get hold this up, straight. Hold up, man. Wait, wait, wait. Who? Who are you again? My name Benny, man. I live in. Let's listen. Do you use the washroom on the property? Yeah, man. I use washroom. What's up? Okay, this is the third time this to happen. Last night was, was the third time. All right. Now the first time I, I happened to be in the washroom with you, and I come up with a shirt missing. Now the second time was 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 uh, uh, my T-shirt, my Chicago Bulls championship T-shirt. Mm-hmm. I saw your girl with it on. Now last night. Last night was the one that drew the line. My favorite socks was missing out the dryer when whoa, I whoa, come whoa, back wait, to get wait, my stuff. Up, so I don't know what you doing, man, when you're in this washroom. If you decide you're just going to go shopping in the dryer and get what you want out of it from other people's stuff, man. But this Same ain't cool. Problem. Hold up. I'm a grown man. What are you talking about shopping? I work every day. I buy my own Listen. You call me tripping by some clothes, and once you call me tripping by some damn socks. You damn right, they my favorite socks. So what? What I got a problem is, what? What make you think you can start opening up dryers, getting people's stuff out, man? Hold up. What make you think I'm opening up? Hold up. You got the wrong one. Where you getting my number from, anyway? I got your number from the leasing office. The leasing office. I told them I needed to. Say what? They done lost their mind giving you my number, calling me with some about some socks. Hey, man, they my favorite socks. And look here, I want my socks back from you, man. I'm going to say this one more time. You done lost your mind. Okay, I'm going to say this one more time. Either I'm going to get them socks or I'm going to get that According to you. got a plan. You say you live in five what? I live in you That's got where a I live. Stay in I'll knock on your door in about ten minutes if it's okay with you, partner. Hey, man, it's whatever. All I know is you better bring them damn socks when you bring your around I'm going to you got my favorite socks. And you crying like a little about some socks? Man, the hell with you. You got my man, socks, I'm gonna man. Man, I'm going to enjoy whipping your old Hey, man, you better socks. have a shirt. You better have 
Super Bowl championship shirt, and you better have my damn socks. You can't be taking people's stuff out the washroom. That's fine, partner. You got three whoopers coming. Socks, shirt, and a T-shirt. That's what you want. You got a whooping coming for all of them. But that's fine with me, dog. But all I do, I want my socks back, man. You act like my little sister with a whole crying. What hey, man, about? don't worry about that. I, I, I better not catch you or your sister in my stuff. I'm going to tear it off her. You hear me? You ain't going to tear a thing off nobody. You done lost your mind, first of all. Why don't you just head on down to the washroom so I can whoop your now? I'll meet you in the washroom right now, but you better bring my damn socks with you. You hear me? I'm bringing a whooping to you, punk. I'm going to put you inside that damn dryer and turn it on since you're stealing stuff out of it. You lost your mind. Let me tell you one thing. Hurry up. Put your on. Get down to the washroom now. I'm tired of my shoes. I'm on the Fool, I'm already walking that way. So now what? When what? you see me, you know me. No, no, no when you, I already know you. Once you get busted in the head, you'll know what's going on. I wish you ain't a man enough, but I'm going to... Hey, hey, I'll tell you what. How long it's going to take you to get your over there? It's going to take me about two minutes. Paul. All I'm right, then. The and guess what else I'm bringing with me, What you Paul? bringing now? Is, is you listening to see what I'm bringing? Man, what? This is Nephew Tommy. From man, I don't give a damn who... Say what, man? <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> hey, Charles, this nephew Tommy from oh, the Steve Harvey Morning man. Show, man. Yo, oh, girl, man. Shandria got me to prank you, man. Man, y'all wrong. Damn, y'all wrong, man. I got one boot on. I'm on my way down the stairs. I'm going to beat somebody. Tommy. Come on, man. Tell me it ain't so. Man, I'm talking about I know ain't no grown man on this phone crying over no Oh, man, some socks, crazy. man. Some socks. Man, some socks. Boy, you know y'all tripping. <laughs> hey, man, I got one more question, baby. What is what is the baddest radio show in the land? Man, that's easy. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Charles, I got you, man. All right, bro. Huh? <laughs> Here we go. Boy. Huh? Boy. You got to have a favorite sock. <laughs> Why Man. wouldn't you? Just one. Not a pair. Just a uh-huh. sock. Just one. <laughs> Me. Huh? Hey, Tommy. Huh? Tommy. Come on now. Was you was you looking for that sock with that extra hour we had? Boy, spent the whole time. One hour looking for one sock Boy. on my knees. Boy, you the best. You the only hey. person can play an old prank and it sound huh? like it's fresh. Because you still back there at the time you did the prank. <laughs> Work that Boy, out, good. Steve. Come on, now. Where I'm at? Yeah. Where I'm at? Uh. Did you hear me trying to figure it out? Uh-huh. Are you, you hey, 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 hey. Tommy, you the greatest. Come on, now. Come on. I need all this. Ooh. Okay. You the Come best. On. You are hey, the best, hey, man. Team, team Tommy, where you at? Uh, you are the best. Uh, you ain't got to ask me. You don't Come on, ever now. have to ask me, man. My ever. favorite ever. sock. Hey, y'all heard? Loved it. Shirley, Loved call it. King, King of Prank. Why y'all quiet? What can I say? <laughs> better get in here. Who's letting you talk? Hey, Tommy. Because we can't get a word in what you're saying, huh? Tommy. Huh? Huh? Tommy, <laughs> you, got any, you, you got any maybe some dates? Some pretend yeah. dates? <laughs> yeah. Here it is. Uh, uh, December, uh, November, November 12th. What's the uh, I got I got a show down at the doctor. We get the shoulder surgery. What? Performing in Opera Room 5. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Performing in Opera yeah. Room 5. Yeah. Yeah. Rotator Cuff. It's the Rotator Cuff well, show. Get your tickets. 
Stand yeah. by the window and watch me work. Yeah. yeah. Huh? yeah it's about huh? to go down, ain't it? It's about to go down in operating room five, November 12th. But that is how he announced it, yeah. though, for real. Yeah. yeah like fuck you said. Hell, y'all, Wait a minute, it's about Tommy. to go down. Is this a show? <laughs> it's about to go down. That is so legit, Junior. That's how yeah. he announced yeah. it. Yeah. It's about to go down. November 12th. <laughs> Shoulder surgery. <laughs> That's like we what cause. Like we can come see every that. aspect of Tommy's uh, life is what Steve. He thinks it's important to us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. it's for. That that is kind of a serious operation, though, right? Rotator no. cuff. It's Rotator not, cuff. It's not. No. I would think so. Your shoulder. I've never had surgery. Surgery is serious, though, yeah, Steve. Yeah, come on, guys. Yeah. Well, I've well, well, well I mean, but hold up, though. Hold up, though. Hold up. What? I mean, you know, what? It's his shoulder. Have you ever seen Tommy throw anything? <laughs> That's a good question. He plays golf. You need you need your shoulders to swing, right? The club, Tommy don't right? Play golf good. Tommy can quit <laughs> golf and be the same. Well. <laughs> It's, it's, I mean, I don't know how he. I've mean. never seen him use his shoulders. I don't know. You know, we I put my hand it. on him when he's standing next to me. What do you mean? Put your hand on him. All right, listen. Huh? All right. What? <laughs> Thank you, Junior, for filling in for the nephew. All right, uh, coming up, the strawberry letter, like I said. Today's subject, I'm dating her brother-in-law. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM. And uh, click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Okay? All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. It is time for the Strawberry Letter with my good friend, Shirley Strawberry. Thank you, Junior. Subject, I'm dating her brother-in-law. Dear Stephen Shirley, I recently met a wonderful man, and we instantly had a connection. I am a widow, and his wife died earlier this year. When we met, he looked familiar to me, but I thought that it was just a coincidence. After a few dates, we talked more about his wife that had died, and uh, he told me her name. I knew his wife, and... uh, When I put two and two together, I realized why he was so familiar to me. His deceased wife was the sister of one of my good friends. I knew all about him and their family, but I hadn't met him before. I told him about the connection I had with that family, and he said that it was totally fine and normal for him to move on, and he can't help help it if he's attracted to me. So we've been dating for a little over a month, and my friend is asking about the great guy I met and wants all of the details. Um, I just told her that the guy is great, has a nice home, cooks and cleans, and the sex is phenomenal. But that was all before I knew it was her brother-in-law. Now it will be really awkward to tell her who the man is. He and I have discussed how we should let my friend know, but there is never a good time to bring it up to her. This should not be a big problem, but I feel like it will be. Again, it's the best sex I've sex ever and uh, we have been all over his house his her sister's house i feel kind of bad but i'm truly falling for this man i don't want to lose her friendship but this man says he could see us being together forever he says he's crazy about me too what should we do 
Well, I mean, you've been together a month. Uh, stay together. See how it goes. I mean, uh, I think that's what you guys should do. You're two grown people. You were two innocent people who, just like in the movies, you met and fell in love or you're starting to fall for each other. Um you know, that's pretty much it. It was nothing sneaky or devious or premeditated about it. You guys weren't cheating, you know, before your spouses died or anything like that. Uh, so I, I just say you don't owe anyone anything, any explanations necessarily. When you get around to it, you can tell your friend. I would suggest you guys tell them uh, tell them together. Uh, but in the meantime, if I were you, I would stop talking to uh, your friend about your new man because it will only make her want to know more and more about him. And is it awkward? Yes, I agree. It's a bit awkward. But again, it was innocent the way you guys met. So, I mean, we're all grown here. Things happen. Life goes on. Um, And, you know, you weren't friends with his wife. You were friends with his wife's sister. And this thing just happened. It's nobody's fault. Uh, So, you know, I mean, I just say be adults here, you know, they'll find out sooner or later. But I don't think there's any time frame or time limit on when you have to tell a person or anything. You guys decide. It's your life and and you have to deal with it how you want to deal with it. Steve? Uh, Sorry, Shirley. Sorry. I read a different letter. I'm confused. Mm -hmm. I'm confused. Subject is I'm dating her brother-in-law. The letter starts with (laughs) this woman obviously has met this really wonderful man and they instantly had a connection. The lady that writes the letter is a widow and the man she met that had this wonderful connection, his wife died earlier this year. Now, just listening to that opening line, I recently met a wonderful man and we instantly had a connection. I'm a widow and his wife died earlier this year. This letter is about a lot of old people. That's what this is. (laughs) What? Just want you to put some age on this letter right here. Old people. It's just too many people dying in in the first (laughs) sentence. You're on a dating, this damn near a dating site for people who, look, Life feeling empty. Ain't got nobody. Love one going away. Come to the hereafter dating site. Cause that's what this sounds like. Tender for old people. Yeah, this this is old people. This is this ain't swipe right, swipe left. This is help and swipe right. Uh, when we met, he looked familiar to me, but I thought it was just a coincidence. A few dates, we talked more about his wife that had died, and he told me her name. I knew his wife, and when I put two and two together, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. See, that's the line that threw me. After he told her her name, this woman said, I knew his wife. And then I put two and two together, I realized why he was so familiar to me. Excuse me. His deceased wife was the sister of one of my good friends. I knew all about him and their family, but I hadn't met him before. Wait a minute, lady. You're confusing me. You just said you realized why he was so familiar to you. And then you said I knew all about him and his family, but I hadn't met him before. Why was he so familiar to you if you ain't met him before? 
See, Shirley, that's why I said I think she's leaving something out. Yeah, I agree with I that, but she did know his sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she knew him. That's why he sounded so, that's why he was so familiar. I don't think sounded. I think he recognized him because he kept looking at him. I can't. I told him about the connection I had with that family. He said it's totally fine and normal for him to move on. Hell, hell, she dead. <laughs> I'll finish up when you come back. Yeah, My hold on to that. Was, hell, she yeah. dead. <laughs> he did not say that. <laughs> All right, listen, coming up, part two of Steve's response to today's strawberry letter, I'm dating her brother-in-law. That's coming up at 23 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on, let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject, I'm dating her brother-in-law. Mm. Well, these two old people done wrote in, and this one old lady, she done wrote in, and she's a widow, and she met a man whose wife died earlier this year. There's a lot of death in this first sentence, and then, and then when we met, he looked familiar to me. See, Shirley, he looked familiar to me, but I thought it was just coincidence. After a few dates, we talked more about his wife that had died. He told me her name. I knew his wife, and then I put two and two together. I realized why he was so familiar to me. His deceased wife was the sister of my good, one of my good friends. I knew all about him and their family, but I hadn't met him before. Meaning, Shirley, she had not been formally introduced. But she'd been in the same room, vicinity, party, barbecue, something. Mm-hmm. I knew all about him and their family, but I hadn't met him before. I told him about the connection I had with that family. He said, it's fine. Normal for him to move on. Hell, she dead. And he can't help it. He did not if he's say a tr- that. He did say that Come in on, his huh? head. Come in on, his huh? head. In he his head. No, he said, I'm totally fine. It's normal for him to move on. <laughs> Hell, she dead. And he can't Thank help it if he's attracting me. And you fine. You fine that she dead. What you want me to do? So we've been dating for a little over a month, and my friend is asking about this great guy I met and want all the details. Now, this just a month now. I keep telling y'all about this 90-day rule, but it don't apply to them because they old. Okay. I met and want all the details. <laughs> I just told her that the guy is great. He got nice home cooking clean, and the sex is phenomenal. That's the line in the letter. That's going to get you jumped on. Yeah. <laughs> when you tell your friend you dating her dead sister's ex-husband that you saw at the barbecue. Mm. You been around us. She going to swear him down. You was looking at his ass then. I promise you she is. Because it's her sister. And you her friend. Women ain't that open-minded. Y'all stop spreading that lie that you are, because you're not. Shirley. Yes, we are. (laughs) No, you're not. (laughs) The guy is great, nice, home-cooked, clean, and the sex is phenomenal. But that was all before I knew it was her brother-in-law. Well, it's her brother-in-law. And y'all been everywhere. Now, here's the crazy part. Now, it's really awkward to tell her who the man is. You're damn right, because it's her dead sister's husband. 
He and I have discussed how we should let my friend know, but there's never a good time to bring it up to her. Hell no, there ain't no good time. Mm-mm. This should not be a big problem, but I feel like it will be. You don't feel like it will be. You know it's going to be, because you know your girlfriend crazy. <laughs> and you going to tell her that this phenomenal sex you didn't had mm-hmm. was with her dead sister's man that uh. you are familiar with. You just couldn't place it. And again, it's the best sex ever, and we've been all over his house. All on her sister's walls. All on, walls? on her sister's walls? step. You in there on her sister kitchen table. You in there with her sister Robo. You over there in her, yours, her sister bed. You funky heifer, you. Oh, no, you ain't going to disgrace my sister memory. You was at the barbecue looking at him that whole time. I knew the way you looking at her. I'm truly falling for this man. I don't want to lose her friendship, but this man says he could see us being together forever. He says he's crazy about me, too. What should we do? Well, Shirley got one thing right. Y'all should tell her together. Now, the reason I'm suggesting that you tell her together <laughs> is so that when she opened fire, there'll be some options. When she opened fire, there'll be some options. Because, see, if you over there by herself, then you going to get shot. At least she could decide if she going to shoot it, her or him. But don't you go into this thing naively. Now, you all going to have to tell her. Because if she find out, oh, my God, then you were sneaking around. And you knew, and he knew, and she knew, and y'all met at the party. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to be it's gonna be horrible if she finds out and you all don't tell her. I He's think your friendship with this woman is over, and I think this life with this new man has begun. Mm. But oftentimes you can't get to the next level without shedding some weight. Y'all about to find out a lot about y'all's friendship. I wish I was Martin Luther King right there. That was <laughs> There'll be times when you won't know. <laughs> but there's going to be some dog days for that right there. So, good luck, lady. Hey, All right, well, listen. send it to us. Film it and send it to us. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 after the hour, fallback or daylight savings time. Which do you prefer? We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, this past Saturday, uh, Sunday morning, uh, we set our clocks back one hour. And now our internal body clocks are off. So, guys, I got to ask you guys, which do you prefer, fallback or daylight savings time and why? Okay, so which one was the one we just had? Fallback. Fallback. Okay. Obviously, that's the one Tommy don't like. (laughs) (laughs) So, so we have Tommy's answer. So, is he still sleeping though? Really? Tommy's not here because the time went back two days ago. 
<laughs> yeah, and Team that's his Tommy. excuse for not being here today. Team Tommy. Team Tommy all the way. I don't I didn't laugh a- at that. Answer at all. for your boy. Answer for okay. your boy. What's I that? like I like the one we the one we're in now because I love to go to church and watch all the back. older people show up too damn early. It just throws their ass off. That is the funniest <laughs> thing you have ever seen in your life. When church ain't well, well, nobody why, why here. Why the choir already sing? What, what? Why ain't nobody <laughs> here? Where is everybody? <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> to him it is. You asked me what I like, and I gave you what I like. Now you're unhappy with now what I Now we're judging. Like. We're judging <laughs> you, Right, you're judging your answer. So the whole if there ain't nobody here, what is it? What's it? It's Sunday, right? It's the... I cannot stand you. <laughs> Sunday, what, what? Did they move the church? I'm at the right church, ain't This is the Ninth Baptist Church. That's the church I attend every Sunday. The Ninth Baptist Church. You're wrong. You're wrong. You know, that's the thing. I when I when I was living in Chicago. Oh yeah, just yeah. was horrible for me. Yeah, I went to work. It was dark. Right. Mm-hmm. When I got off from work, it was it dark. Was, it was. Yeah. You dark. couldn't go outside uh, ever because yeah. it was freezing. Yeah. So I just yeah. my whole world was in darkness and fluorescent <laughs> light. Well, imagine being a kid. Imagine being a kid and growing kid up in, in that Chicago. year after year. Yeah. Being a kid in yeah. Chicago. The whole time. That was my whole childhood. Yeah. I, I love a lot the, of people uh, feel that forward. way about yeah. fall back. It's you go to work when it's dark, Steve, in school, and you come home, it's dark. Yeah, but it's dark yeah. out. I prefer but, daylight savings times too. Longer yeah. daylight, I like the day. But people, some people though, Carla, love that extra hour. They love that extra hour that For we what? get. For what? It only yeah. work if you sleep. I know. <laughs> well, Tommy. <laughs> All right, listen. Post your comments at Steve Harvey <laughs> FM on the Gram or Facebook. Now, coming up at the top of the hour, Steve is going to tell us about his global branding trip right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, you're globe traveling, globe trotting all over the world. So tell us about your big global uh, branding trip that you're you're on right now. You were in uh, you were in Dubai and Sharjah. Yeah, the the elections were uh, last week in Botswana, and uh, 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 President Mackenzie, who Marjorie and I became friends with him. And his wife, uh, the general elections were held and he won. And so we're over here to celebrate. It just so happens it's the week of the uh, Diamond Council. And so we're here for that, the Diamond Conference. And so we'll, we'll be doing that all day, all evening. That's big, uh, there'll Steve. be delegates, uh, banquets, uh, events, uh, the Diamond Conference itself. Uh, consumer insight. Uh, we're involved with a couple of programs with, to get young people into uh, uh, learning how to design jewelry. Uh, oh, because wow. it's, nice. it's a big push over here now because we ship so many diamonds off the continent. But I mm-hmm. think, it, it, but they've discovered it would be so valuable to young people, and the beers is a big part of this to uh, teach them how to cut and design. And be on all levels wow. of the uh, economy. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. all levels of the economy for the diamond industry. 
which is huge over here. Uh, we're doing some informal dinners and everything. Uh, then I'll be speaking, Marjorie and I, at the Women's Summit here. Uh, we're doing a couple summit. And then uh, there's a diamond show. There's fashion shows, cocktails. And then uh, I think Marjorie cocktails. is going to go to another uh, safari of uh, more upscale than the one we even went to to discover what it's like because we're looking at doing some things with the tourism board here. And I'll stay here and speak with the president on Friday night as a keynote address for the uh, Economic Forum and Investors Council here in Botswana. So that's what now, I'm doing. And, now, uh, do you prepare for your keynote or do you just... Um, speak wing, well. Um, are you winging it extemporaneously? I'm, the heart. I'm, I'm never. I, I don't wing it. I have a. They have mm-hmm. a, a, a a certain uh, theme that they may be operating on. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm talking to a, adults at this thing right here. The last time I was here, I spoke at Botswana University, and it was mm-hmm. mostly young people, and it was inspirational. Uh, this will be more adults. I'm, you know, really, really, and well-to-do people, and so. Wow. Uh, wow. You know. Uh, while you at the diamond thing, come on, the, Jay, doing the diamond thing with oh, all yeah. the diamonds, make me proud. It, Speak for all it, of us, Jay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it yeah, possible to mm-hmm. grab maybe two or three? Yes. Wait, one more time. Yes. One more. I like that. Is uh, it possible to maybe grab <laughs> two or three? Put them in yeah. your pocket and head on back. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. it's possible. And there is no faster way to go to prison over here than that. Man, you, you, you get to skip go. You ain't got to roll the dice. That's a serious crime. Because right. listen to me. In Botswana, the diamonds belong to the country. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, if you're walking and you find a diamond, uh-huh. you have to turn it in. Okay. Yeah, to turn it in. Because... Yeah, you have to turn it in because it's property of the, of the country. Diamonds are so specific to a region. Even if you took that diamond somewhere else, they know the region that it comes from. Oh. Okay, answer so, me this. Answer me this. When they report it, what you going to do? I mean, it's it's really crazy. Answer me this. Has the thought crossed your mind? That's all. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I've seen. I've seen. Hey, man, when I was here yesterday for the Diamond Conference, I saw more diamonds in one room than I'd ever seen collectively total in my entire life at any jewelry store. Mm. And it was a 23-year-old black woman in charge of every last one of those stones. Lord Jesus. All right, uh, coming up. More of today's trending stories at the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour right after this. (laughs) Blow your lips again, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The Chicago teachers' 11-day strike ended on last Thursday, and the teachers won a contract that includes one of their foremost demands, 16% pay raises for the next five years. Good for them. Yes, we love our teachers. Yes, we do. And increases to support staff and a social worker and a nurse in every school. Students in Chicago's toughest neighborhoods deal with trauma that includes gun and gang violence and even homelessness. And yet they have less access to health and mental wellness services than many of their peers in wealthier neighborhoods. This is an historic win for the Chicago teachers, staff, 
and the students. We say congratulations. congratulations. This was a hard fight. Can I tell you something, too? Yes. The thing that I really love and respect about these teachers is the majority of their fight is for the children. Yeah. Yeah. The majority of things that nurse, extra staffing, you know, mm-hmm. things like Social that. That's workers. for the mm-hmm. that's for the children to get them help. They mm-hmm. they're, they're yes. on the front lines of of a very very tough epidemic in this country. The lack of education and the money we put towards education in this country dwarfs in comparative. When I travel around the world, it's like we take education as nothing. Everybody else makes it a premium. Mm-hmm. So congratulations mm-hmm. to the Chicago teachers for standing up. Yeah. Yes. And, and yeah, all and other teacher all boards deserve the same thing. Yes, they do. They're setting yes, the tone. They do. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Steve. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and trending news coming up at 33 after the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, in today's trending entertainment news, guys, it hasn't been even a week since Donald Trump was booed at Game 5 of the World Series. <laughs> but, hey boy, but, everywhere. yeah, he decided to show his face again in public. <laughs> this time it was on Saturday night at a UFC match in Madison Square Gardens uh, when the uh, president and his sons, Donald Jr. and Eric, entered the arena. He was met with a mix of boos and some cheers, too. Take a listen. People who have heard some booing before. Uh This is Uh from people who've heard some booing before. (laughs) It's Uh way louder than clapping. It is. Okay, see. It's way louder than clapping. Matter Mm -hmm. of fact, you didn't really hear too much cheering in that. I ain't hear none. Well, uh, Mr. Trump, you know, has had a long relationship with the UFC. Back in 2001, he provided the league with a home at his Taj Mahal Hotel in Atlantic City. Eric Trump Jr. disputed the report of booze and tweeted, when we walked into the arena, it was overwhelmingly positive response. No way. What? No way. What? Mr. Trump of life. like his daddy. Yeah. Just like his daddy. You ain't got to they're delusional. You ain't got the lie, Craig. Like your daddy. And the no thing reason. about a boo, you you distinguish a boo quickly. You know yeah. you figured oh, out. <laughs> Jay, Jay, boo and grab your attention immediately. Yeah. Dog, let me tell you something. Who, who uh, if if you're in a comedy too. club and it's 350 mm-hmm. people clapping. Uh-huh. <laughs> If two people start booing, <laughs> you hit it. They, they ruined your night. Hey, that's true. I, I thought you it was a let me, let me tell you the worst boo. The worst boo is a boo that's front row. Can't nobody see him but you. 
and it's a silent <laughs> boo. They just going boo. You nobody else can see them. You, you, you the only one can see their ass. They going boo. Yo, 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 they down there mouthing the boo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. that's happened oh to you guys. That's bad. Oh yeah. Oh man. And you hear those louder than the than the oh, people who are yelling out. Oh, huh? you, you don't even you don't even yo. pay attention to the people clapping. That's a mind game <laughs> right there. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up, our last break of the day it's and some closing. Last break of the day. I love the town crier, don't you? The show crier. <laughs> and some closing inspirational remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey, all the way from Botswana, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are. It was a good day, a good Monday, yeah, huh? Good good oh, it was. Yeah, Monday. good start of the work week. And yeah. we were time on time. Went back. We were on yeah. time. We were on yeah. time. All on time. Good. Yeah. Fall Not back. like no, the, all of us weren't on time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Who was a strange person you speak of, uh, Uncle Steve? Well, this person that we haven't spoken to all day. Oh, yeah, nobody that's what it is. Name, then? This oh, person, anybody, anybody, you ain't heard his voice. <laughs> well, are you going to call hey. him? You need to call him tonight, Steve. And just oh, remind no, I'm him. not calling nobody. I ain't got no time for this right here. No. I'm way on the other side of the world. I ain't got no time for nobody with this foolishness. But he may need to hear from you, Steve. He, he ain't calling uh, he don't need, no, no, no. What he need to do is be at work. <laughs> Even if your hour was off, why didn't you come here with the hour off story? So how your one hour turn into your whole damn day? I got closing remarks. I ain't got no time for him. Let's go. Right. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, in my travels, I get an opportunity, man. God has really blessed me to meet so many incredible people from around the world, from all different cultures, all different walks of life. I truly, truly can say I had never seen this for myself. I had no idea God was going to do this for me. I had no idea. And I want to say something to everybody out there. Because just like I didn't see this coming, you don't see your life coming either. You know, we just don't have the ability to see into the future. We have the ability to think into the future, but we don't have the ability to see into the future. We have the ability to make plans for the future, but we can't see the future. We can hope for the future. We can plan for the future. We can have dreams and visions for the future, but we can't see it. But God made us as the one creature who can make decisions based on his hopes, dreams, and visions for his future. And in that, I want to talk to you about when you are faced with the moments in your life where it seems like it's not going according to plan or it's not going the way you want to or it's not happening fast enough. Well, let me share something with you. As long as you can remain faithful, as long as you can hang on to the hope that it'll be all right, as long as you can muster up, like old people used to say, the faith of a mustard seed, if you could just hang on to that right there, when it don't go as planned, when it don't go the way you want it to you, and it don't happen as fast as you'd like for it to happen, 
if you can muster up that, that keeps you in position for it to happen. Folks, you just got to stay positioned. You can't get out of position. If you're the shortstop in a baseball game and somebody hits the ball, and the, the, a lot of balls go to the shortstop. The shortstop is a busy guy. He's involved, him and that first baseman, that catcher, and that pitcher is involved on just about every play. That catcher, that pitcher got the ball in his hand every time. That catcher going to see it coming towards him. It may never get to him, but it's coming towards him. Most hits, most hits end up over there at that shortstop. That shortstop plays between second base and third base. That's his position. Now, if he go over there and put himself between first and second base and that hot shot come up the hole in the middle of that third base line right between second and first, and he out of position, he can't make the play. If you play guard on the basketball team and the other point guard is coming up the floor and you down there on the baseline and that's your man and y'all playing man on man, you are now out of position. If you're the running back, and when you break the huddle, you run out there with the wide receiver, but it's time for the running play, and they snap it, and the quarterback turn, and you ain't there, it's because you're out of position. What happens to a lot of us in life is we take ourselves out of position to receive the blessing. You get ourselves out of position to receive, to receive what's next, because even though it's not happening as you plan, even though things are happening that you don't want to happen, and even though it's not happening with the speed, and expectations that you had in mind does not mean it's not going to happen. But if you get out of position, if you move yourself out of faith, if you give up, if you lose hope, you are now taking yourself out of position. I'm asking you to just stay in position. Keep hope alive. Stay there in your dark moments when it looked like it ain't gonna happen just muster up the faith of a mustard seed to say man i'm just waiting on you god i'm staying prayerful i'm staying in faith i'm hanging on i, I ain't got much left in me but i'm hanging on I, I know i know you're coming i'm gonna just stay right here you are now in position and all you got to do is be in position you don't know how God going to move in your life. You don't know how he going to bring it about. <laughs> you don't know what he got for you. But if you ain't in position, you can't know. You can't go over there and sit on the bench and be in the game. You can't go and pout and just go and give up and expect something to happen for you. You got to stay in position, man. I'm so grateful that he, shared, that he shows me things that I can share with people to keep you in position. Don't give up. Don't quit. Don't lose hope. Hang on. Hang. Stay there. Stay in faith. Stay in the belief that God is coming. Stay in the belief that he didn't bring you this far to leave you. Stay in position. Those are my closing remarks. Y'all have a great weekend. I'm in Botswana the rest of the week. I'm going to be telling you what it's about. Bye. <laughs> Drop it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 